Okay, guys, we're back. We have returned. Yes, we have returned to the mic, to the, ta- to the table. I think I've forgotten how to podcast. I think we haven't forgotten anything. We'll be back. Yeah. yeah we are back. I mean, that was fast. Yeah. Okay. We took a little vacay. We, we were on. We took a vacay. We've been gone for a month-ish. Mm-hmm. But as previously stated, we would be returning the Sunday after Valentine's Day, yeah. which is now. Yeah. For historical context, it is Sunday, February 20th. Um, welcome to Cheeky Love Podcast. Yes. Um, we have, you know, made a couple tweaks and changes, but we're still the same old Mark and Geo. I'm gassy. She's ashy. Wow. Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's not even true. That's not even true. Okay. I am not ashy. Okay. I'm gassy. You're sassy. Sure. Okay. okay. Better. Um, the Penny Papa and Dollar Diva are back. Yeah. And, uh, (laughs) you might, you might notice, you know, just a few, a few new things. We've got some pretty cool new cover art. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's our faces. It's our memojis. So you still couldn't like find us in the street per se. Oh yeah. I mean, yours looks exactly like you. Mine looks like me, but like yours looks exactly like you. Also, um, our faces might be in one of like the two and a half posts on our Instagram. Instagram, which is now Cheeky Love Podcast on Instagram. Yes. Um, yes, it is. And you will also have just heard our new kind of fun short audio intro, which like, I think I like it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm still figuring out like, what is the shit we say? Rate, review, and subscribe. Everybody says that. Yes. Find us on All whatever. All the streaming services yes. you can find us, except for Tidal, because, you know. Not Tidal, you know, boycott, Spotify, hashtag cancel Joe Rogan. Yeah. Just I'll... kidding. Either way. Listen, <laughs> listen wherever you want to listen. Yes. Yeah. And we're going to try yeah. this again. We're yes. going to have some friends on sometime. Yes. Mm-hmm. We may probably not be a weekly podcast. Yeah, we are going to switch to bi-weekly, guys. Yes. Just like your paychecks, we're going to be, you know, you're going to be saving us. You're going to be getting ready for us to deposit, you know? Indeed. You're going to have, you know, paycheck Monday, cheeky Sunday. That's right. We're going to, you're going to end your weekends with us. Yeah. I mean, except we don't really come out on Sundays. It's more been like Monday night for Tuesday morning. Okay. We can still stick to Tuesday. Still once a week. Yeah. Or once every other week, sorry. Yeah, twice a month. Twice a month. Twice a month, guys. Yes, every other Sunday, we are repeating ourselves. Now, uh, if you want to get in touch with us and tell us that you feel betrayed and abandoned because we're only going twice a month, you can send that criticism to our new podcast email address, cheekylovepodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Yeah, and just spelled like the words... Yeah, just spelled like the podcast you're listening to. Right totally. Now. Thank you so much. Tell us um, all the things. I mean, you know, switching to every two weeks, I think will be, you know, we we tell you guys our business, but then like we kind of realize like, well, every week is kind of the same business. So then it's like, you know, maybe. I mean, yes and no. Yes and no. You so know. we're just shaking it up. We're trying new yeah. things. Um, so, you know, we're still here though. Yeah, see, we're playing the long game. Like, yeah. I, my vision, my vision for this is like going deep, going long. Like, okay. where we got to play the long game. Okay. I mean, I want to do this for decades. Okay. Like, this is going to be a part of our life. Okay. We're going to be able to look back in like 10 years 
and be like, oh my God, we had so much free time and, you know, everything we believed was stupid. And, you know, now we're just owned by the alien overlords. Yes. Yes. Yet still can listen to podcasts. (laughs) Totally. Totally. Well, let the people know what's up with you. Yes. All right. Well, uh, to our loyal listeners, mm-hmm. uh, well, and to new listeners, mm-hmm. if you listen to the last, our last podcast, I, my cast, my, my wrist cast, not like a wrist cast on the podcast. My wrist was in a cast cause I broke it. Uh, my cast is off, but my wrist like still hurts and I'm not back to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should be back to work soon. God willing. Um, because... It's kind of been sucky being off work with a broken wrist, you know? Yeah. It Like, there was, like, a weird... I, like, I like broke my wrist, and then it was, like, the crazy Omicron wave. So I was, like... I was getting stir-crazy. Yeah, you don't do well not having things to do yeah. every day. Like, you yeah. have things you do, but, like, you need, like... Yeah, I need, like, I need some structure. Yeah. Like, I'm not... I can't really be be the free free butterfly <laughs> flapping, flapping around. It's like, I need... Yeah. Flap her out into the window. No, I'm like, I'm, I'm a zoo. I'm a zoo animal. Like I need, I need the cage. I need to do my little monkey dance. Like I need, I need my routine. Um, and like, I've been, I've been building it in my ways, uh-huh. you know, like I've got, you always see my kind of my daily list of things. Of That's a combination of my habits and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and I've been seeing people too, actually. Like I have been really making an effort to, to, just plan little things with people, you know. Yeah. And again, like it's 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 like it's fun, but it also keeps me sane. You totally, yeah. Um, I'm taking up jogging because you don't need a wrist to jog. That's right. That's using the lower part there. Yes, getting low. So, um, I've been. I may actually end up jogging 30 kilometers in the month of February. Okay. Which like isn't bad. Uh-huh. It's not that hard, but it's pretty good. It's mm-hmm. pretty good for a start. Um, and I, do you get chafing or anything when you jog? Like, like with my, with your nuts, like with my junk. Yeah. Um, you know, not much actually. I haven't really noticed it when jogging. Sometimes it happens just walking. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, pretty good. Okay. Uh, yeah. And I am, I may, I might be committed to jogging or running, you know, like, one person's jog, another person's run, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I might be doing a 5K with Boy. with new with new friend Amina of Andrew and Amina friendship. Um, so yeah, I think that'll be pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we do it. Five kilometers for someone who's not who hasn't been exercising like a lot mm-hmm. recently. It's it's still a bit of a challenge. Like it's doable. Yeah. If so, like gun to my head, I'll go and run five kilometers right now. But mm-hmm. but still, I will be sore and stiff. Yeah, yeah you'll need a nice, nice uh, ice bath and all that. Yeah, I got to get back into stretching. Yeah, yeah, yoga. But, but you know what? That that being said, my like my right hand and my right wrist is definitely like I want to call it like eighty five percent. So I can I'm cooking again, which is like the best. See, here's the crazy thing, right? Is like as soon as I broke my wrist, like a, a Soon after that, we also went on hiatus from the podcast. Mm-hmm. So now, like, I'm not working and I I can't do my regular fitness stuff because my wrist is fucked. Mm-hmm. And then, like, really the last thing that, like, I cling on to for, like, normalcy and joy, the podcast, was put on pause for a month. So 
it uh, wasn't great timing, um, but we survived, you know, but I missed this. Yeah. I mean, I think, did you break your wrist after we went on hiatus? No, definitely not. Or was it? Mm. Because we went on hiatus a month ago, but I broke my wrist like almost two months ago. Okay. It was end of December. Really? Yes. It was December 29th. Okay. Um, Yeah. So I cannot wait for that doctor to fill out my work safe fit for duty form. And I'm going to be bouncing back, baby. Yeah, back to it. I'm going to be bouncing back hard um, once my wrist and hand functions properly again. Mm -hmm. Um, Sounds good. Yeah. Do it up. um, So... I don't know. The last month, mm. some stuff, some stuff's happened. Like there's been a lot of like protests in Canada and in Ottawa with like truckers. Yeah. Everyone, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's sick of the COVID rules and mandates and stuff, but they're starting to fade. Yeah. Um, you know, our capacity, you know, mandate rules are pretty much gone. So whatever place, you know, they can just be full capacity, hockey mm-hmm. games, movie theaters, restaurants, wherever, still doing the masks. So when the masks are gone, that's when like, dude, people are going to be shooting off guns in the air and just like, fuck that. Like bondage. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, Fuck masks. I am sick of them. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, they are. You know what? One thing I will say is that I totally understand their purpose. I understand why a lot of people especially people who are immune compromised really should be sticking their ass with the mask on because people are gross and you know, you have an immune system that can't handle getting sick. So Mm. definitely, you know, do what you can to protect yourself. Yeah. Um, for people who are healthy or think they're relatively healthy or by doctor's clinical standards are healthy. Yeah. You know, I think that choosing for yourself, once it comes down to when they're like, listen, Mass are yeah. ma- when, once, once, once it comes- it's legal and you can't get in trouble or fired for actually just yeah, saying, yeah, I what think you, you also know. too, like once they're like businesses and places, like businesses, once they start to say private business, no private business and no pot, like no business anywhere, private or public, can say you have to wear a mask right. to be in the building, it's going to be up to personal preference, yeah. And that's where it's like, okay, if you want to put your shit on, put your shit on, like that's totally cool. Um, you know, I, I don't know what's going on, like I totally side card your and took your check in yep. bit. But I've been seeing a lot of people walking around with masks outside. And I'm just kind of like, the fuck? What? Yeah, I mean. And I was kind of like, wait a minute. Like, I know that, like, when you're outside by yourself, like, for a lot of the times when I'm out walking around or doing whatever, if I'm outside and I'm not with anybody, I'm not wearing a mask because I'm not around anybody. I mean, I think it's just the new face warmer. Like, and, <laughs> and, and, and but, but then also, like, I think there is a bit of, like, a security blanket you know, feeling, you know, like, cause, drive cause with masks on is weird. Cause like you're in your car. Right. Well, I mean, they could be like Uber, skip the dishes, whatever. No. Yeah. I mean, look, you know what? Like I, I do, sure. I do tend to give people the benefit of the doubt, totally. but, but you know what, again, like I think people, you know, for legitimate reasons, the powers that be have curtailed our civil liberties and we're ready to get them back. I think okay. we're about ready to get them back. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, look. Oh, you look, you, you're fucking reacting like I'm the Mr. Tinfoil hat. I'm just saying, I'm just saying the truth. You're looking a little tinfoil. Yeah. I mean, welcome back to QAnon Radio. I'm, you know, what's that guy? Shaman beard, yeah, you know, you, buffalo you head from January 6th. Yeah, tinfoil twinge in your eye for yeah. a sec. I yeah. just got worried. Um, no, no. I mean, that's true, right? Like a capacity limit mm-hmm. on a place, yeah. you know. 
forcing us to wear masks. That is curtailing of civil liberties, which happens in times of crisis, Mm -hmm. like global pandemics, wars, like there is historical precedent. And, and now we're ready to transition out of that. I think that's the overarching feeling. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Churchill. Let's get over it. Churchill. (laughs) Yeah. Bring back Winston Churchill. Um, (laughs) Guy was probably an alcoholic. Um, yeah, uh, we did get to go on a little getaway with friends of the podcast, Jeff and Amanda. Great getaway, you know, sorry, um, let me say, Robin, love the new chairs, gorgeous oatmeal, ah, swivel to die. Yes. Ah, they're great. Um, and speaking, speaking of that, so part of our, part of our new kind of idea for Cheeky Love Podcast, uh, please rate, review, and subscribe and send your feedback to cheekylovepodcast at gmail.com. Um, we're going twice a month, but we were shooting for actually having guests once a month now. Mm-hmm. Um, probably a couple usually, just to talk about love, relationship, you know. We, shoot the shit. Yeah, we're like we're swingers now, so this is like this is kind of our spider web for we're conversation swingers. We're not sexual swingers, right? Currently. Currently, that hasn't happened. Okay. Right. I mean, I, I can't predict the future. Okay. Right? Can you? I don't so know. you can't say. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Um, I mean, my birthday's coming up, so I had a couple of ideas. Okay. Well, if you want to for... ask, her, I told you the deadline for gifts. So yeah. Yeah. Um, it is my birthday coming up. Uh, in like, oh uh, yeah, my my real birthday is in three days, but like my birthday party is on Saturday. Yes. So that's six days. Yes. That's gonna be fun. Yeah. We are going to, and actually like the whole, the kind of the capacity rule thing relaxing was like in pretty good timing for my birthday party because yeah. it would have broken a rule or two yeah. for us to have like 14 people in our apartment. Yeah. And I mean, everyone, you know, whoever's comfortable, if you want to wear a mask, totally. wear a mask. I totally, you know, like I don't think anybody will want to, no. but also too, like I'll have Purell and all the finest, you know, fucking yeah. sanitizers out if you want I mean yeah we've we've got it, yeah. we've got 2 year old purell from like Listen. from like early <laughs> does it go does it go bad Listen you shake a little you can lick this in that bitch and Yeah fine. you know you just like make a roux of vodka make and, a roux of vodka. <laughs> vodka and flour and you know fucking <laughs> You know, coat your fingers, <laughs> whatever. Why would you make it? Why is you heat it up? Why would you make a roux? It sounds like you're cooking crack. Like, that doesn't sound right. I don't know. I make mean, a roux of vodka and put yeah. some, you know, alcohol in there and then let it crystallize. There's going to be some, uh, there's a great menu uh, for this uh, little event. Yeah. And essentially everybody who comes to my birthday party when you walk through the door you're you are consenting to being on this podcast in the future um and whether or not you even listen to this it doesn't matter so this is me officially telling everybody that even okay. though three people are going to hear this okay dictatorship yes it. Yeah. yeah i am um thank you for the truth i'm a bit of a dictator thank you for admitting the truth um yeah, no, it'll be a great time. I'm excited. My It's funny because your birthday is at the end of February and then mine's at the beginning of, Jan- of April. So we're like a month We're like a month apart, apart. A month and like a week. And it's just, be- in my mind, I'm like, let's see so soon. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh, Push yeah. It away. You're going to be turning 30. Yeah. 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 You're going to be a thrifty 30. Thrifty <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I will be Budge of Barbie and yeah. I will wear that patch of pride. Yeah, yeah. I think Dollar Diva is going to just go down to Dime Diva. <laughs> no, we can't go from Dollar to a Dime. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing in today's I, I time. Think Penny right? Papa and Dime Diva are yeah. going to be where it's at. Yeah, but um, 
yeah, I'm turning 30. And I don't know. It's going to be like every, I feel like I, honestly, all I truly, and I mean, total sidebar, but I totally, all I want to do for my birthday is all I have planned so far is I just honestly want to have like a chill, nice, relaxed day. And then like eat all my favorite foods and just like, I don't want to have like a big party or do a big thing. Um, cause I don't really feel like that's me anymore necessarily. Like I did used to always love to like, you know, nails done, hair done, new outfit, new shit, fucking like spending hundreds of dollars yeah. on like a night out with like dinner and then like going to a bar or whatever the fuck. And now I'm just like, oh, I would rather not. Yep. Just give me a can of Pringles and a bottle of wine. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to go to my RMT in the morning and then I'm yeah. going to have a facial. Massage, and facial. And then I'm going to, we're going to happy hour to Joe Forte's. Right. So. We, we have that rezo. Yes. Perfect. Um, so there's going to be about 80 oysters deep. Yeah. <laughs> Prepare your fucking self. Yeah. It's going to be ugly. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know. Yeah. But at least it's on a Saturday. So that's kind of nice. Honestly, part of me wants to take the Friday off just to like take the Friday off. Interesting. But then I haven't done that in years. So I always used to take like the day off for my birthday. Yeah. But then I'm just like, well, what the fuck would I do? Like, I mean, it is a Friday. So I could just even like do a half day or like leave early. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Officially. I get my nails done maybe. Too. Why don't Why don't you check in? What, what do you have, What do you have from the, like the last month? Wow, what a blur. Um, we went to the opera and that was nice. Oh so yeah, me, that was really sweet of you. Um, you I, basically like you twisted my arm, which was broken. Uh, so that I is twisted your arm and abuse. your wrist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you were like, okay, look. Yeah. Look, Penny Papa, yeah. I I demand. Yeah. I demand that you take me on like five official date nights this year. Yeah. Was it five? I misremembered. Yeah. Yeah. I said you need to take me on five official date nights that you have planned yeah. with no help from moi. Oh, and you, you did you did a great job on the first one. Yeah. The which first was, one, which was opera. Right. There we, we did another one. No, we did not. Yes, we did. No, we did Yes, not. we did. No, we did that. Yeah. No, something. Valentine's something, dinner with Andrew Domina does not count. That, does, that counts. No, it does that not. 100% no, it counts. does not. That 100% no, counts. No, it does not. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. It does not count. You know what? It counts. It counts. This is why it counts. No. This is why it counts. Listener, you don't this, understand how aggressive this man is pointing at me. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna, you know what? Go ahead, put I'm, your hands down. I'm putting my hands down. Good. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna calmly communicate. It looks like it hurts. You seem like you seem like you're getting a little overexcited. No, I think right. you look like you're about to lose your shit. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm very calm right now. What I was, you know, the point that I was trying to make yeah. is Valentine's Day dinner with Andrew and Amina, which was lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, does count because it didn't go on the family card that went on penny pop's card okay fine yeah fine. and also the pizza i bought you later that <laughs> night was like that was that was like that really double stitched the date excuse me you wanted pizza so you got pizza and i said i'll take a slice too right and because i'm a gentleman oh. who knows you and loves you i bought you an extra slice thank you because one's never enough that's true yeah um you're right yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm glad we can move forward in this partnership. God, this is what I like. Okay. 
You know what? You're I mean, because right. you know what? Because like now, what? Now I, I'm regretting inviting Andrew and Amina because it doesn't count as an official date night. Well, like, no, I. You know what? We did say that official date night. It does not. It counts if it's not on the family card. And I didn't know that Valentine's was on not on the family card because we had discussed Valentine's prior to the five date night. Debacle. I don't. I really don't remember any of these discussions. I'm just. I'm just. No, they were to, all. I'm trying to make my. Case. No, we planned Valentine's Day before that whole shit. So that's right. why I was like, oh, it doesn't count. But then it was. Awesome. It's still a date night. We got dressed up. We went to a restaurant. You know, we had drinks. We had a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, went to Coast Restaurant. Yes. Coast. Yes. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. I mean, the company was better. That no, was no, no, I mean, no, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, the opera was great. The opera was interesting. Um, you know, cause they're basically at the beginning, we're like, you know, they're going to be wearing masks and it's like, oh fuck. All right. And yeah. then reading they in... kind of, they kind of were like, oh no, no. Like only some people were wearing masks and then some people would take their masks off midway. And it was kind of like, well, what the fuck? It was, it was like, uh, a comedy of errors, yes. you know? And so, I mean, like we, we, it was at the Chan Center, lovely venue, mm-hmm. wonderful venue for any kind of musical performance mm-hmm. um, on UBC campus. Nice area. Mm-hmm. You know what? Parking wasn't even that expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was also like no food and drink because mm-hmm. of Omicron. Yeah. And um, we're supposed to be wearing the mask the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, okay, fine. But then like we get in our seats, we're reading the little program as just like, oh, performers will be in a mask but like literally before that so before we cracked into that i'm like can you imagine if the performers actually had to wear masks mm-hmm. like how absurd that would be and then just reality turned into yeah we just read yeah, into the pamphlet which is yeah and like yeah so but then but then like right at the beginning of the show the like you know head lady or whatever is like oh my god like we were just told like three days ago we don't have to wear our masks anymore but like some people are still gonna like eh, enjoy the show bye and yeah, so then the old people, the older, the older couple behind us, like that lady was just kind of yeah. like, yeah, I don't, she I don't, was what, not happy. She was it. like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're gonna tell me, but you're not gonna tell me to put shit on my face. Yeah. She was just like cross leg, like I'm ready for the opera to start. Yeah. Like she did not give two fucks. And I was looked, I looked at her for a second. I was like, yeah, I wouldn't want to say shit all to you because you'd probably eat me alive. So she was, she yeah. was a bit of an opera Karen. Oh yeah, I could tell that. Well, not even opera Karen. You could tell that she was kind of just like. She wasn't Fuck out of here. Yeah. There is nobody near here. Yeah. Like, give me a break. Which, yeah. you know what? If you're older and her husband was older, she was like, you know, if you guys are kind of like, we're cool. And we were sitting there too. And another older gentleman and was like, all right. Yeah. I mean, okay. Also- I'm not going to spit on you and I'm not going to have an orgy with you. So I don't know what you want. Like, you know, I mean, it's not like we're having food and drink. Although I did have a little Van Gogh espresso in my house. OMG. And you know what? I will say alcohol and, and the opera go together, and that's the way it should be. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a really nice, you know, if you have, like, especially, like, a strong, like, you know, just single shot something, and it's just, like, you just take a sip in your mouth again, it just, and, like, the... Mm. I mean, I feel like I like that. That was a special. Orchestras, I love orchestras. Oh, totally. I love. I really actually remember that night. I like as we were there. I was like, I forgot how much I love orchestras. Like, yeah, I love classical just, music. Like, class, like the way, like just seeing the instruments. Yeah, seeing like the cello or seeing like oh my god, it's just so beautiful and just like it's a real experience. Uh, oh god, yeah. Love a good sax. I mean, love a fucking sax. Um. 
it was also kind of cool that you you know you you'd snuck in a bit of booze and we found this like little like weird little secret door yeah. you know that we were kind of drinking Passing. behind like we're a couple couple of you know silly little first years yeah fucking yeah. setting up the fucking stage after a fucking uh, school play and sneaking off having a little drinky too mm-hmm. um yeah no that was really nice that was really cool um mozart's the marriage of figaro yes very good very good very good um that was really cool. Um, I don't know what else that really happened this month. Um, I went to an Italian restaurant with my girlfriends, De Beppe, in Gastown, which is a sister restaurant of Savio Volpe, and it was very good. Um, the pizza was very good. They ha- had a fennel sausage with uh, caramelized onions and some arugula and uh, some other things. It's very good. Um, yeah. Really good. Cool. Sorry, I'm just blanking because I'm just thinking about the food. Um, and then yeah, I'm just you know slowly coming back, going back to the gym. I'm starting to have a goal of trying to go three times a week in the morning. So I think that's a goal I can hit and I feel comfortable with. Yeah. Um, I did hit it last week, so I was like, well, like I did it. So I'm like, okay, if I can keep that up this week, where it's like I go at least it doesn't matter what day it is throughout the week. Although I do like the structure of trying to go like Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So, or trying to go so that way, like, cause Friday you're always so lazy, right? Personally. Okay. So I kind of like doing the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and getting it out of the way and then leaving Thursday, Friday or doing Monday, Wednesday and Thursday. But, um, yeah, I like doing three days a week. I just wish I could go back to hot yoga, but it's not hot enough yet. So I'm not losing my mind. We, we will see. Yeah. And that is all that is new with me so far. Still sorting myself. I'll be the 30-year-old still sorting themselves. What a tragedy. <laughs> I mean, Are I, they going to write an opera about me? I don't know. Imagine. Yeah. What would your opera be about? Mm. That's interesting. Yeah, you have a tragical funny Falling face. in love with a tyrant. Mm. Yes. Mm. Beautiful. La Noce di Georgina. Oh. Haha. Uh-huh. Oh. Um, that's Italian for the oh. marriage of Georgina. Wow. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, that's kind of it with me. And um, I think we're just going to take a quick break. I got to go and uh, do some lady things real quick. Lady things? Yeah. I'm just going to go to the washroom. I'm not going to. And tell everybody, you know, my business. Yeah, we can we can record from the bathroom. Imagine. Yeah, someday. Gross. That's going to be like for our top tier Patreon uh, subscribers. We're not on ASMR Patreon. ASMR, some shit like that. Ugh, okay, all right. You know what? <laughs> we'll be right back. Okie dokie. Mm-hmm. I mean, during during a little break there, it sounded like you had some thoughts about my cake choice for my, for my birthday. <laughs> Okay, so you know it's your birthday. It's your birthday party. You can have whatever you like, obviously within means and reason. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, but I always was like, oh, there's gonna be like a good chunk of people. We're gonna order a cake, and you want to get a cake from Costco. Yeah. And I don't even think they're gonna. It's gonna be big enough. Personally, I don't think we need a giant slab, half slab fucker cake. Like that's right. crazy. But. You know, I don't know the sizes I saw. I don't know if it's going to be big enough. But, you know, it's to each their own when it comes to their own birthday cake. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I just, I wanted to try the Costco one. I heard their tuxedo cake is pretty good. Okay. Um, There's also a tiramisu cake, though. I mean, they do look good. Costco makes good stuff. 
And um, I mean, yeah, like it's not going to be big pieces and, and, and that's going to be fine. It's going to be absolutely fine. Okay. Just because we don't have big pieces of cake doesn't mean that like I don't think big big pieces of cake, but you know what? My mind always goes okay. To, let me let me let me start to again. A hostess thing right. of like you don't want to run out kind of thing, right. right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean we're gonna have little pieces of cake, which uh, is going to be enough. You know, like I mean again, a theme that I talk about that I brought up in personal and podcast life is we need to actually allow ourselves to like kind of realize what is enough and be okay with it mm-hmm. because we can't just be on the hedonic treadmill um, forever. And uh, I do think it's important to try to acknowledge and be okay with the things that, that we have in our life that, you know, and we don't need to be extravagant to be happy. Yeah. I don't think we're extravagant. I don't think so either. Okay. Uh, and you, I mean, we're gonna have some good food at my party, and yeah, good no. and good drinks. I mean, the drink menu is pretty cool. Uh, it's it's the pretty, offerings. It's the offerings. Nice. Yeah. The I offerings. mean, everyone's gonna. It's gonna be pretty BYOB, but yeah, we will have Caesars, mm-hmm. potentially tequila Caesars. Yes. Because we have too much tequila, and then later on in the evening, for anyone who is interested, the evening nightcap, espresso tea. martinis, yeah. tea wine. Coffee, espresso martini. Absolutely. Water, yeah. Um, yeah. You got an SOS? Um, <laughs> my slap was overdone Valentine's, but we're we're running to the minimalist side of the world here. So I think Valentine's Day was kind of, I think that, I don't know, like I think as women, maybe not only as women, but I guess as different people enter relationships, we kind of torment ourselves when it comes to Valentine's Day a lot because I think that we have these expectations of what we think we expect on the day and like, oh, I want like, you know, flowers and roses on the floor and chocolate and showering and this mm-hmm. and that and gifts and whatever. It's like, it's basically a little wedding for you. I mean, yeah, but it's also like, it's not like that's what I expect. That's kind of almost what I've been taught, like just throughout like history. So right. it's just kind of like, well, I mean, not really history. It's just, no, it's the media It through media and whatnot. And I think it's the kind of like, like the way that women are taught about, you know, relationships and fairy tales and where yeah. that correlation is. So do you know what that just reminded me of the Tinder swindler? Yeah. 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 So, you know, kind of like my slap is kind of just like, are we, we're setting ourselves up for a weird expectations too, of expecting people to spend, you know, all day Wednesday planning, you know, a marvelous evening and throwing flowers on the floor and getting, you know, room full of roses and gifts and shit. And it's just like, this isn't realistic. Like, I don't know. Like, I almost feel like it is better for a lot of people. Like we had a great Valentine's day, but I wouldn't be so offended if like it was like kind of just glazed over. Yeah. I mean, I like, I think we struck I'm cool a with good... a piece of cake on Valentine's yeah. day. Like right. split a piece of cake, have a glass of wine, happy Valentine's day clink. Like I think that like we did, we went for dinner, which was nice. And yeah. I think that's cool. And I think we usually end up do just going for dinner, like nothing crazy. For mm-hmm. Valentine's day. But yeah, like I think even just, I think the future, like, what? What did we do last Valentine's Day? I didn't want to ask for Luigi's. Okay. No, that was like 2020. Nope, probably not. Because, okay, you know what? Also, what we can do and what the listener can do is go back and listen to the podcast, pre- not proceeding, following 
Valentine's Day 2021. Because now we have those memories, right? Like we talked about it clearly. So think about this in the future. I'd be like, hey, I wonder what we did for Valentine's Day 2021. Hey, I'm going to just go back and listen to the podcast. This is brilliant. This podcast is the best thing ever. I mean, is it sad that this is like the best thing in my life? Maybe. But you know what? Screw you. Okay, wow. I actually don't know what we did on Valentine's Day last year. It's not that important. But. uh, It looks like, I don't know. The food looks good. I don't know. Yeah. That looks like something we made. Yeah, Yeah, we definitely cooked. Okay. Interesting. Um, But also, so I mean, you know, I think this Valentine's Day was good because like, I don't know. I feel like if I, if, cause we went to dinner, here's mm-hmm. the problem. <laughs> we went to, we went to dinner on the Saturday. Cause like, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to like do Valentine's day shit on a Monday night. That's just weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we did it the Saturday before, mm-hmm. but then I'm like, you know what? Like I have to, I have to give Georgina something like on the real day. You know, because otherwise, like, you'd be a little pouty. No, I don't. I think you'd be a little pouty. I think you'd be a little pouty, and then we'd probably get in, like, a fight. And then I would overreact. And and then and I would be the bad guy, as as usual. I mean, um, you told me before the day you got me something, and I kind of was like, fuck. Because I actually was, like, completely, like... Well, Valentine's Day is a one-sided holiday. Yeah. Right? It's of, like, like Christmas. Like, mm, Christmas is kind of, like, for children. Birthdays Valentine's are one-sided, day too, is, as well. But that's birthdays. So yeah, different. not a holiday. Yeah. Celebrations. Yeah. Right? Oh, that's interesting, actually. Okay, I've got a new, I've got a new question or thought. Mm-hmm. Is there always kind of like the main benefiter of any holiday, like um, like Easter? Actually, it's kind of always Easter for kids. Easter is strictly for eighteen under. I swear yeah. to God, nothing happens after eighteen for Easter. Well, uh, okay, unless you are part of my little family and extended family and friends unit, where we have a lovely early dinner, maybe brunch, and go on an Easter egg hunt uh, because of my very benevolent godparents, mm-hmm. um, who will be on this podcast. I've already informed them it's going to happen. Okay. Um, I mean, that podcast, that could be like a 10-hour podcast, yeah. which it will not be, but they're going to be coming back every year. Um, yeah, like St. Patrick's Day, that's a holiday. Know. That is a holiday for, for grown-ups who want to get messy. Yeah, but that's also like that's all these are hallmark ass holidays yeah. where it's like if it's not a stat, I don't care. Like it sounds awful, but I've said it for years. If it's not a stat holiday, I don't care. I mean, but you you care about Valentine's Day? Not. I mean, so here, here's the thing: is you, you say, we... look, you you say you don't care, which is like something you would say if you were single. So a single person doesn't care about Valentine's Day because why would they? I mean, well, actually, or that might make them feel even worse. I'm going to backpedal. I don't want a bunch of like hate mail from single people. But what I'm saying is like, as soon as soon as you're in a couple yeah. and you're a woman yeah. and and the guy is just like, okay, yep, I'm on board. We don't care about Valentine's Day. There's going to be just something kind of tugging at you. There's going to no. be something kind of just kind of tickling. To be honest, no, because I feel like we already established what we were going to do for Valentine's day. That's I was like, okay, like we're just going for dinner. Cool. Like don't got to worry about it. I literally looked at Monday, like a regular ass Monday. Like okay. I didn't think of it as like, I didn't treat it any differently. Nothing happened at work any differently. I know one of our coworkers is like, Oh, happy Valentine's day. Here's a donut. And I was like, the donut's disgusting. Thanks though. Um, but well, that was a nice, gesture. it was a nice gesture, but it's also too like, are you going to do that for St. Patrick's day Easter? 
What about fucking Victoria Day? What about all these fucking holidays? It's like, so are we, like, it's like, okay, if we're going to do it, let's just do it for everybody. Kwanzaa, fuck, let's go. Hanukkah, you know, all the Mm -hmm. shits, you know, all the. Black History Month. I mean, I should get it. I should be. Whoa, so I am owed 20 days of gifts because this is a short ass month too. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I need 20 days of gifts. You know what? So far. I'm thinking about black future, not black history. Oh. Yeah. That's my stance. I see. Uh, but also, I mean, that's not true. I do care about but, black like, history. But, like, Valentine's Day, like, I think for every person and every person in a relationship, it's different. Because also, too, a lot of men don't realize you guys, you set the standard if you do something, like, wild on Valentine's Day. If you do something yeah. wild where you plan and you're like, listen, I'm going to give you a fucking amazing race of fucking spa and nails and hair and bullshit all day scavenger hunt then you're gonna go for a great you know fucking um hike or bullshit or whatever and then at night you're gonna go and get dressed and we're gonna go on a fucking helicopter and go to fucking dinner on some fucking Mm -hmm. island somewhere give me a fucking break you set yourself up now because now next year when you fucking hand her a box of chocolate she's like so what is this and i mean and you know what so like again, like what like I am thinking of the Tinder swindler again. Awesome Netflix kind of documentary, but like, is it is it a scam? Like is is like some stuff is kind totally. of a scam. I mean, St. Patrick's Day is a total scam for beer and shit because it's just like okay, yeah. like St. Patrick's Day, cool. It's it's for a, well, I mean, I think I it's think based off of a person. Irish Saint, people uh, care. St. Patrick or St. Valentine, whatever the Italian. Right. Hello, so. You know, I don't know. Like, it's like every, all those kind of holidays, Easter. They're already setting out Easter shit. I already saw the cream eggs. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And it's, I mean, they're, they're still, they're still discount, uh, Valentine's Valentine's Day Day crap in the fucking clearance rack. Oh, yeah. And I mean, it's just like, (laughs) they're just churning it out, man. It's just people wanting to just fucking scam, you know, losers in love like us and sell us whatever crap and shit made in china I, and garbage chocolate i just realized during the pandemic during lockdown i should have made an easter egg hunt in the fucking apartment yeah that would have been fun okay you know what that you know sure uh but i mean so it would have been for me <laughs> no yeah it would have been for you yeah. and maybe for me because i would have almost done it right. maybe like a day or two before so that i forgot you forget yeah, and then all of a sudden there's just chocolate dripping out of the heater <laughs> Wonka's chocolate apartment. Yeah. Um, but you know, yeah, like, you know, one thing I will say is like someone who like for me, like my dating experiences, like I've never had dated or been with anybody that really like took a lot of value in Valentine's Day. So I never really had high expectations anyways. So it wasn't like I expected to come home to an apartment full of fucking roses on the floor. Cause yeah. first of all, gorgeous. That's beautiful. That's lovely. And it's like, you well, who's cleaning yeah. this shit up? Yeah. I'm not. Or like, you know, if you want to just go for dinner, a nice dinner or go to a cool restaurant or try something new or you know, even do a fun, cool day date or something. Because that's the thing with Valentine's Day, too. You don't only have to do something at night. You can do shit during the day, too. Sure. Um, I mean, what if I showed up at work and, like, serenaded you? Oh, my God. You would, my like... chest would... Ex- yeah. Like, I would just be, like... You'd I don't hide. even know. You'd well, run I don't and even hide. know what had happened. But I think I'd actually maybe piss myself a little bit. Because, yeah. like, I would be so nervous and just, like, embarrassed beyond yeah. belief that, like, I would have just probably left my body dead yes, already. Yeah. Yeah, Page, yeah, on the ground. You would not appreciate that. No, but like it's no different than like people. Like I remember back in the day in other offices I worked at, people would get flowers sent to them for Valentine's Day and things like that. I'm like, oh, that's sweet. That's, that's not nice. bad. That's nice. But that's also too like you know what? Like all right, like I don't like I don't think that's extravagant or crazy. Same thing with like oh like here's a box of chocolates, here's some flowers. Like 
you know, let's go for a nice dinner. Let's fucking get a piece of cake and a glass of wine and go sit in a park somewhere yeah. or, you know, whatever. It doesn't have to be extravagant as long as it's with the person, like it's taking the time for the person. But I think a lot of people shoot themselves in the foot with these expectations where it's like, okay, if you're going to fucking ball out and do all this extravagant shit, then it's like the other person's going to expect that consistently and yeah. expect you to top yourself. They're so gonna what's going to happen yeah. there when it's like, oh, so sorry. Um, Last year, I took you on a private jet to Italy to go eat pizza yeah. for Valentine's Day. This year, we're going to Taco Bell. Yeah. I mean, at that point, there's kind of like, it, it's it's a matter of what stage in the courting are you, right? Yeah. Are, are you still, re, are, you know, are you, have you hooked them? Are you reeling them in? Oh, so you when know. you're dating, do you, so when you're dating somebody and when it's Valentine's, you just like, yeah. here's a can of beans? Yes. Yeah, it's called the no, 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 no. <laughs> the can right. So during the honeymoon phase, oh. you know, the stakes are a little higher, you know, and then I don't remember anything in the honeymoon phase for our. I don't even remember our first Valentine's Day. No, me neither. Yeah. Well, I mean, we didn't have the podcast yet, so. Mm. Um. No, I don't. Yeah, because we met in like a June. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I thought it been the following year. Right, because our anniversary is June. 15th yes okay that's coming up oh my god you know what's so crazy it's like it's it's like my birthday then your birthday like then our anniversary comes up there's too many special days like mm-hmm. these fucking celebrating is gonna put me in the fucking poorhouse yeah well i mean and that's the thing too like when you think about like and i mean it's for different people i mean it's different but like when you think about it it's like okay you got New Year's, and then you got Valentine's Day, then you got maybe a birthday, then you got another birthday, then you got Easter, then you got fucking Mother's Day, then you got maybe another birthday, then you got Father's Day, yeah. then you got fucking the summer, and then you got fucking September. Yeah. And, the, you know, it's just like, it's like, actually, when you think about it, it's like, yo, you got something every fucking month, actually. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and like, the thing is, is like, I love, you know, what's so weird is like, I do almost and like, this is, this is like, I wouldn't like I wouldn't fault somebody for completely disagreeing with me and mm-hmm. having a great logic for why I'm a hundred percent wrong. But I but I don't know. Like and like I mean I've said this before, like people are will just take any excuse to like celebrate and like and like and overdo it. And and like I understand, but then also like I don't know. To me, it just kind of stops feeling special. Like I, I like, I love to see people. I love, I love, you know, I love the people that, that we choose to see. Right. I love the people that are coming to my birthday party, but, but it's about them. Like, you know, for me, like, it's not about like, Oh, you know, what's the outfit going to be like, Oh, like what's the, how, what, how, what, what kind of crazy cake can we have? It's just, it's about human connection. Right. Like, and, and, and see the good thing, the good thing about all of these, you know, holidays and stuff that, you know, introverts or curmudgeons like me might complain about is it's these built in events that like force you to see people, which is important. We need people. Mm-hmm. And and so that's why we do need celebrations. Yeah. But we also need to can we also need to be, I think, established in our values and and how we want those to mm-hmm integrate into our celebrations Mm -hmm. you know and maybe not enough people are actually thinking about that yeah well i think also too like it depends like if you if you have like a big family then i think that or yeah if you have a big family then you kind of have that one or two family members who always do the thanksgiving always do easter always do those things but then you also start to realize like some people like 
they're slowly over the years are kind of like, yo, like this is too much for me. Like I can't like constantly yeah. be doing this. So then now it's kind of becoming more like, okay, like Friendsgiving might become more of a thing. And like, you know, getting together with friends for Easter and like, you know, getting to like, I think no matter what getting together with anybody is always good, but it's kind of made me think like, yeah, like think like, I don't know, like Valentine's Day, like it's just one of those, it's just one of those holidays where it's just kind of like, they just took fucking Christmas chocolate, melted it down and put it in a in fucking heart. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's like, yeah, you know, cool beans, but like, you know, I don't know. I mean, also just another thing that creates like a bunch more plastic garbage is just kind of like, I don't like, think it's, I don't I, think it's I, worth it. When you surprised me with flowers and chocolate, I thought that was sweet. And I thought that was really nice. And I do love flowers. I love plants. My yes. plants look great. And they look like we live in a little bit of an oasis, which I'm very happy about. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't really like, and I felt like shit because I was like, this is kind of one-sided again. Because it's like, I didn't get you anything. You know what? Honestly, babe, every day is Valentine's Day for me. Every day. Because every day we're in love, we're together, I and I'm lucky enough to be with the person that I am meant to be with, who I feel in in my bones that it's the right person for me to be with, even when I I curse that fact, <laughs> I still know that you are the one. And every morning we say, I love you, goodbye, have a good day. Every night, you know, we say I love you. And that's all that matters, right? That's, mm-hmm. you know, every everything else is just, you Extra. know, window dressing. Window dressing. Yeah. Window dressing. Yeah. That's my slap. Oakley Adokley. I mean, know? all I, I got a short slap. My SOS. Oh, yeah. You know what? For the new listener, uh, we, we have, uh, what we're doing right now is our SOS slap on society. And that's so like, that's kind of like our little kind of criticism or complainy bit. Yeah. I don't know. Like we have to we have to like think about how not everybody is like always a life or ride or die listener, mm-hmm. you know. Because someday we're going to have more than 7 listeners yeah. or like 4. We're like also we've been gone for months, so we have zero listeners probably. <laughs> we're going to have to claw everybody back. But um my SOS, my slap on society is it's more, it's an isolated incident, but I'm sure this is happening literally all over the world. Mm-hmm. And it has to do with something that we all hate, lines, mm-hmm. waiting, waiting in line. So uh, this was back when we were fixing to make a gumbo again. Mm-hmm. I got to go get um, sausages from Whole Foods because you only eat like bougie sausages, which is fine. Um I abandoned Costco, which is my church. Yeah. Um, I did not get Costco it's sausages. It's a lot of fucking sausage from Costco. It's a lot it of is. sausage. It's a lot. It's a lot of sausage. Um, so I went to I went to Whole Foods. Uh, they've got good sausages. Mm-hmm. They've got great sausages. Mm-hmm. And I went to get a chorizo. That was my sausage of choice for our gumbo. And so I get up to the meat counter. There's like a lady with a cart, you know, talking to the butcher. And then there's just some like weird other cart that's mm-hmm. like unattended. And I'm there, you know, with my basket of like whatever few items. And so the lady who's there is finishing up. Mm-hmm. And then this woman like comes back. She's like, oh, like I was just, I was just grabbing cheese. Like, hi, you saw me. Like she was talking to the butcher. Like I was in line. Like you remember me, right? And they're just kind of like looking at me through the side of the, her yeah. fucking eyes being like, oh yeah, no, like I was here. I was in line. And I was just like this motherfucker like but you know what in that instant i was like no i'm not giving into the anger 
I'm not going to be the angry dude at Whole Foods. But it's not about anger. It's not even about, do you, do you actually, in, okay, maybe oh, no, in the no, moment, no, on, maybe hey, in the moment babe, it flared to anger, yeah. but then when you actually realize that's not it's right. not about anger, that's it's not right. respect. Yes. Okay. So please let me continue. So what, what, like what I was thinking in my head mm -hmm. and what I should have said was like, I'm sorry, you're mistaken. It doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. Like your cart doesn't count as a placeholder because your cart's not alive and <laughs> its time does not matter. Like the whole part of a line is that like you are exchanging some of your time to guarantee you getting a thing and you're kind of paying an inconvenience price because you want the thing enough, mm -hmm. right? Like when we when we drive past like Jam Cafe and there's the crazy line where you know someone's actually waiting an hour just to get into Jam Cafe and their food is great. That person has decided, yes, I'm willing to wait an hour mm -hmm. to then go to that business. And that's that's their freedom. But they don't get to just like leave an object mm -mm. No you know, in their place. No, no, no place. No, like... You know, you don't get to just leave your cart by the butcher and then go to the cheese counter to oh, go whoa. pick out your little... Whole Foods on Broadway? Yeah. Oh, my God. So she went halfway fucking around the store? No, no. Look, look. You can, you can see the cheese area from the meat counter. Like, I'm not going to yeah. blow this out of proportion. No, 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 no. I'm stating the facts here. I'm making I'm, my case. Okay, so sorry. I'm my just... essay, look, no, look. Like, the problem is, is, like, look, lines are inconvenient for everybody. Yeah. You're not special. Okay. So how did this scenario end? I just, you know what? I let it slide. I was like, this isn't worth it. I, I like, I want, I want to have a peaceful life. You know, I've, I've got enough, I've got enough anxiety and rage on a daily basis. I want, I want to be, I want to be Buddha. Be, to be completely fair to you and to the people who work at Whole Foods, as well as this woman, the person behind the counter, she addressed and said, Hey, you saw me here. Should have been like, nah, sis. Yeah. Hey, can I help you? Yep. That's what they should have done. Yep. They should have iced her out and said, no, you know what fucking time it is because it's not up to you as the consumer to be, to fucking regulate customers. You don't work there. They do. So she addressed the person being like, Oh, I just want to go get cheese. You saw me, right? No, and I, I was about to saw, be. I saw you where? I didn't see you here. I saw a car with nobody. Yeah. I wanted to go in on her. Like, I was going to say hurtful things. And I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't want to be getting kicked out of this Whole Foods. And but, you know, it's not it's not the butcher's job to regulate on the line. He's just, he's a butcher. But it's not your job either because right. you're the fucking no, no. So this trying to get lady, your shit. Right, no, this lady, you know, and I was like, man, she was like, you know, she was like in her 40s or some shit. It was the middle of the day. I was there because, like, I was injured. I was like, look, you probably don't have a fucking job. This is some privileged bullshit. Go fuck yourself. You wait in line like a normal ass person. The rules apply, should apply to everybody equally. And now, but, I don't know. But now, okay, so now you're getting all riled up and it's okay. It's done. She's gone with her cheese. Maybe the cheese went bad, which maybe served her right. I hope she got fucking poisoned. But Just you kidding. let her slide. So now she's going to continue to slide on at every fucking and store. And you know what? And you know what? Thank you. Thank you. I don't want to be that asshole. No. But it's true because if you don't check people, people have like, and even me myself, People are so mindless sometimes that they'll go about their day not realizing that, like, there are other people around to the point where, you know, like, you'll see a line for self-checkout and yeah. people are waiting and then yeah. someone will just walk up and yeah. it's like, so nah, you nah, all nah. just think, you think we're standing here to what? Kumbaya? Like, like what do you think is fucking going on? And in her case, I know it's, it's, it's over, it's done with, God bless her and that cheese, I hope she got diarrhea. But either way, 
You can't leave an object here and then expect a complete stranger to do you a solid. Yeah. Who the fuck no. are you? Fuck that. And that is also her own ignorance and privilege thinking, oh, well, they're going to they're gonna be nice to me. They're going to be nice to me. It's yeah. like, yes, you want to assume the best out of everybody, but don't be fucking ignorant. Because why would you think that leaving your cart there would solidify your position? If that was the case, there would be shit everywhere in this fucking yeah. store. No. People would leave their shit in the goddamn cereal aisle and be over there catching milk. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, you know what? Look, if, if the pandemic should have taught us anything, it's line etiquette, right? Everyone's got to wait. You know, you, you got some nanny that you send to go do your bidding. That's your business. And and you know what? Like, and the thing is, I'm like, I'm really conscious of line etiquette. Like me, me and my sister, Anna, friend of the podcast, the other day we were going for a walk in the neighborhood. We go to soap dispensary and actually, no, no, no. We did go to soap dispensary. This was a different time. I go to soap dispensary alone this other time. And there's a couple of people just like milling about outside and like, but they weren't like close to the door. Like one was just holding a dog. One was like, was probably waiting for someone, but I was like, Hey, anyone here waiting to get in? And they're like, no, 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 you're good. And I was like, cool. Thank you. Yeah. And then I go in yeah. because I'm like, you know, I'll I don't, ask. cause like, it, like no one's when it comes to strangers, everybody's time is worth the same. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's just right because because in theory, out in society, we are we we should be acting as though everyone is equal. Like mm-hmm. that is what I believe. Mm-hmm. So there is no equality in Whole Foods, apparently. You know, and you know what? Again, I feel like as someone who has worked in an establishment such as Whole Foods back in the day, and you'd see shit like this. I think it is up to people who work there. If they're like, yo, you back me up. Nah, B, I don't know you yeah. like that. And I would do that all the fucking time because yeah. it's like, I don't know you like that. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. Like, no. No, I'm no, no. Like- and yeah. And, but you know what though? See, here's the other interesting thing is like, I could almost tell. Well, actually, no. You know what? To be fair. The butcher should have gone on and helped you and just not even acknowledged her ass. So, I mean, but you know what? But see, this is the problem. And again, this is something that we've talked about is mistaking customer service from an employee for anything other than that mm. or yeah they're not your fucking friend they're not your chum yeah. they're like they're there because life job. isn't fair and they have bills to pay and they're fucking working you know yeah, yeah you chat you, you know you, you do the chat but yeah no the fucking the barista at starbucks is not going to help you move Honestly, you know what I, mean? I I wonder. You know what I actually wonder now, and it's over, it's done with, and God bless her and her bowels because I hope that she did some did fuck her up. But I wonder if anybody has ever been crazy enough in the Whole Foods lineup to leave their cart in the lineup as a space saver. Dude, next time I am moving that motherfucking cart. I'm gonna be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you just push the bitch yeah. off. Push the bitch. No, 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 no. I'm gonna slowly. No, I'm just gonna slowly push it like eight feet away. Yeah. And, and then, and go about my business. Cause it's like, you know what, again, like, I don't want to have to be the one, but also, I mean, someone has to, to. someone Someone has to, to, right. I have no shame. I'm a fucking psycho. God help you. If you run into me. Yeah, that's true. Um, (laughs) but you know what? It's just, again, with some people, if, if they've never been checked, they're just going to continue. People need to be checked. That's where it's just like, you can, and for me, I feel like I can always tell when someone's just like, oh, you you just go about the world like this. Like you actually truly like, like I'm like, Oh, I'm going to leave my shit here. And I'm going to hope you're going to pick it up or like, Oh, people are and just you so know what? weird. At Costco, they started having people regulate the crazy lines for the checkouts. Yeah. Right. I've seen that at Costco downtown and Costco Burnaby. Yeah. Costco knows. See, 
That's yeah. why that's why Costco's my church. And I mean, you know what? We did speaking of Costco, we did see something interesting when we did go to Costco this weekend is seeing this woman kind of talk to the guy regulating the limes, complaining about the amount of people in Costco and the lack of parking. And it's just like, so you came into yeah. Costco to come to somebody who works here and is regulating a lineup yeah. that is basically a herd. Yeah. of fucking people in a warehouse and you're deciding at this time where he is quite busy yeah. to talk about the uh the parking the, issue the parking and outside it's free. It's and you're free. talking also about the how how the capacity is in the current building yeah. what are you the health inspector dude this guy like he's just he's there to do a job like, like you know like, i'm talk, sorry like, but like i felt so bad i just went to i felt like i like i just laugh and walk away like why are you even talking to me yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know. Do you need to find Q-tips? They're over there. <laughs> we can't. Yeah, we. I don't know. You know what? I think that's good for SOS. Yeah, we're we're done with society, but yeah. we'll be back with you guys right soon because you know. Okay, I mean, just say we'll be right back. You just say it. No, no, I prefer you did. All right, we'll be right back. Alrighty. Yes. So. I have something I want to discuss today. Mm-hmm. Brief, not too, not too, not, not too, too long, not too heavy, not too heavy, not too long. Um, but you know, it's something that I think, something that I have been starting to. Re- I mean, something that I think I started realizing in my thirties, and 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 it's like a topic that has resurfaced for us now. Mm-hmm. You're coming up to your thirties. Is like the idea of like looking good on paper and how I think when you're younger, obviously you're more carefree. You 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 may not have as many responsibilities. Mm-hmm. That being said, a lot of young people do have very serious responsibilities. Mm-hmm. However, um when like when you're younger and you know and you know, you're you still kind of think you're invincible and you have like unlimited do-overs, you're not really thinking about like basically like looking good on paper like mm-hmm. that that's like that's the that's the concept that to me what that means is like there are there are like a multitude of these like it's it's like your quote-unquote permanent record like mm-hmm. i don't even know if yeah. we ever even talked about that in reality or if that was just like on a tgif like yeah. sitcom but it's like oh this is going on your permanent record but you know, as as adults in North America and probably throughout the world, we have these, like, basically, it's like these things that like strangers will judge us on, like these these documents, these records that like, and you want them to be as smooth as possible mm-hmm. because it'll make it easier to move throughout the world. Mm-hmm. So there's like your your resume. You know, you don't want to you don't want to have a bunch of holes there without a good explanation. Mm-hmm. Um, your driving record, mm-hmm. you know, as soon as your driving record is looking spotty and patchy, now you got expensive insurance, like not looking good on paper costs you money and makes life harder, you know, mm-hmm. um, your credit score, like, man, I, it, it, it's really shocking how so many people don't even really like think about their credit score or look at it mm-hmm. until like after 30. And it's like, you really don't want to be looking into that right as you're trying to get a mortgage. Cause then, you know, the skeletons in the closet come out like mm-hmm. that shit, that shit does not go away. Mm-hmm. It just comes back at the most inconvenient time or like, Hey, 
your buddy that like, you know, you wanted to help him get back on his feet and you co-signed on his car loan and then shit didn't pan out and some shit went to collections and now you you're kind of getting pulled into that again that is going to come back to bite you because it's going to pull down your credit score it's going to hurt you being able to like move on to the next life stage and and that's really the thing is is like right now especially with the pandemic everybody i think a lot of people and even before the pandemic have been putting stuff off putting off you know, moving to that next stage, you know, because it's it, it is always it's always scary, you know, like, but, uh, you know, if you're that person who, you know, wants to buy that wedding ring or or or, or needs to get that car or, or is trying to buy a home, you need to look like a boring, reliable person on paper. You got to pay your taxes like and I've had like I've had this conversation with with a friend or two in the past where, you know, oddly enough, I'm like, I'm doing this weird parenting thing, you know, where it's just like, if you want to, if you want to break free of like weird arrested development, and like, it's never been easier. Like, I think for millennials, we're this like weird arrested development generation, because like now you can just be like, in a relationship and like renting and working and like doing your thing. And and that feels all hunky dory, but then all of a sudden like you turn around and it's like, wait a minute, like all of my friends, you know, are like buying homes, having kids, getting married. Like, wait a minute. Like, am I, am I the straggler? Am I going to get left behind? And, and that's where, you know, as we kind of are maybe reckoning with the need of like, wait a minute, we got to break free from this little comfortable, you know, dimension we're in and make some moves, often that requires kind of dealing with institutions or lenders or professionals who don't know you. They're not your friend. They don't give a fuck about you. All they know that is true is this permanent record shit. Like your, your, like how you look on paper, right? Like even... Even having a bad driving record right there, that's like hundreds of jobs you just can't get, you know, to say nothing of a criminal record, right? Like, mm-hmm. and and you know what? Like, I think, I think actually going by the numbers, most people with something on their criminal record are probably normal people, right? Like, they just maybe got caught up in something they didn't they you know they didn't have a great go of it right people make mistakes and that's kind of the thing is like we're these days like i don't know it feels like maybe there's less of a benefit of the doubt or or fellowship feeling and more like nope you're judged by your mistakes not your successes and and a lot of those like on paper little reports or whatever those are just a record of your mistakes you know, it's not a record of your successes. It it doesn't paint you, paint you in a great light, you know, even though like, I mean, if, if you show me somebody who, you know, maybe he's got a little, a little spot on their criminal record, maybe their credit isn't great. And, and maybe, you know, their resume isn't shining, but that, that doesn't, that doesn't mean they're not like a good person who's worthy of having a good life. But 
you know, when these weird little things on paper stack up against you, like the gatekeepers are going to say no, you know, and I wish, I wish, 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 you know, somebody told me this when I was like 25, mm-hmm. you know, cause then it's like, okay, look, you gotta be boring. Like, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm, I'm that, like, I'm a square. I'm a boring square, uncool guy. And, you know, there's this, there's this dichotomy. There's this like dichotomy that exists where like to function in society, you basically need to be like a boring, stable, reliable, productive member of society. But like, also, if you want to be like the fun partner, like the cool friend, like the, you know, whatever, you also kind of have to work in that spontaneity and like do some crazy stuff and like take some risks. But it's, it's finding that balance there. And almost maybe going for like the 80-20. Like, yeah, I'm 80% stable, reliable, you know, you can count on me and 20% like fun, let's get wild, let's do something crazy. But I don't think people are aware of the need for that balance per se. And the thing is, is like, you know, you don't, nobody should be punished for the rest of their life for mistakes they make in their teens and their 20s, mm-hmm. right? Like, and and, you know, there should be like a rule about, about certain stuff, like being able to make crazy big money decisions, like when you're 18, 19, mm-hmm. you know, like getting tens or hundreds of thousand dollars into debt, mm-hmm. you know, and then maybe not even being able to declare bankruptcy, like, mm-hmm. and it's just, yeah, like, you know, it's all this weird stuff. And I, I've talked about this with friends, like of varying ages. And they're like, yeah, no, like we kind of weren't taught like how to be good with money, mm-hmm. you know, but, and I, and, and, you know, but like, you know, the flip side is, is like, they probably like tried to like halfway teach us this, like in high school, but like, we didn't give a fuck, right? It's like, fuck you. I'm living with my parents. I don't have to work yet. What do I care about debt? credit scores, you know, insurance, like insurance, fuck insurance. Like, but it's like, no, no, no. Like, even if like, look at this, right. You know, someday I'm going to be trying to get life insurance and, and there's going to be some more shit that's dug up. Cause I'm going to have to go to a doctor and they're going to do whatever blood test and be like, yo, based on this, like you need to fucking cut out the hot dogs, buddy. Like, otherwise you're going to be paying an extra $30 a month, like for life insurance, like everything comes back everything comes back eventually. And that's the thing, right? Once you're getting a little older and there's less do-overs you got, the stakes are higher. Like now you're playing the long game and and everything comes back to haunt you eventually. And that's where, and you know, and, but you know, also there are people who look good on paper who are truly evil sociopaths. So that's not to say that looking good on paper means you win life. But if you want to navigate kind of effectively through, you know, these institutions that, that kind of run our lives a little bit, you kind of do have to be, you know, boring on paper. It's that reliability, predictability. That all sounds like like a weird prison of uninterestingness, but 
still, right? Like the world, the world runs on the reliability of people. Truly it does, right? Like, and, and there's a lot of value in stability, in stability, not instability, in stability. Um, and, and that's where, you know, unfortunately, you know, if I was gonna, if you were like, Hey, I need you to predict how reliable this stranger is. I'd be like, okay, well, show me as as many records uh, that you can dig up on them as possible, right? Because that's what you're going to get judged on. That's what I'm going to get judged on. You know, they don't know your life. They don't know you. They don't know your character. Mm-hmm. Um, and in many cases, it is actually just not fair, right? We are also seeing um, how in certain parts of the world, there's been discrimination to the point where people haven't been able to get loans or build credit right and that is that's like financial oppression Mm -hmm. and 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 that's where like part of that almost is you know for the sake of someone who wants to help their family rise up you know their you know their household improve and grow that's where you almost need that foundation of just like that boring, uninteresting crap, mm-hmm. you know, paying your taxes, driving the speed limit, all that shit that like your parents did that you didn't give a fuck about. Mm-hmm. And now it's our job. Um, so yeah, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> That's what I wanted to talk about. Okay. You did talk about that. Yeah. It's uh, looking at my paper is important. And I think a lot of people don't realize it until it's a little later in life and it's, unfortunate that it's not taught earlier on but i think also maybe they don't want to scare kids into fucking becoming adults because becoming an adult is not what you know john hughes wanted us to think in all these movies it's a lot more than that so i think that there is kind of a double-edged sword of yeah you know teach the kids teach us earlier about it but also don't fucking freak us out into being like basically being suicidal about adulting and growing up because you know there will be a couple people who are like oh this is what this is like and that's it might be too much for them. But again, you know, it is important to know how you look on paper. And again, also being okay with, you know, it's going to be another day, another judgment of some form. And it might not be face-to-face judgment. It might not be, you know, theoretical, you know, someone making an assumption about you judgment. It could be just, I'm looking at your name and this is what I have on paper. And this is what I solely have to judge you on. So that's, it's really a business judging almost in a sense of, it's not it's not you as a personality it's not you as a soul or as an individual as someone who might have a common connection it's just this is what we have on paper about you mm-hmm. and some people are lucky where they haven't really had too much on paper at all for a lot of their lives because they've just been kind of under the radar really well um and sometimes that can work well but that can also backfire because you know if you never got a credit card until you were 30 it's like okay well, well that's also not good because your credit will be terrible well, no, maybe you just never like did and like maybe you just didn't grow your credit from yeah. the start. So that's where it's like, okay, like. Well, no, and, it, and it's really not fair because like building your credit essentially means you have to use credit cards to build credit, which in a way is like borrowing money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, originally I was like, well, you know, I, I live within my means. I save my money and then I spend as I need it. So I can just use my debit card mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm I'm paying for stuff with my own money that sounds responsible but it's like no 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 now you have no credit because there's no record of you 
using a credit card and then paying it off with your money. And, like, that's not really fair. Yeah. Yeah, and there's, you know, it's it's a lot of different moving pieces and looking good on paper. And are you, you know, also finding, seeing yourself on paper, is it, are you surprised? Are you disappointed? Are you shocked? Are you questioning, you know, everything you've done in the last 10 years? Are you reviewing every little thing in your head to be like, okay, what did I do wrong? Or what did I could have done differently and there's always the woulda coulda shouldas um but you know and i think there's also too uh a bigger thing with that is shame a lot of people kind of feel like shamed of that they didn't do better or know better or want to do better or want to know how to do better or were too didn't feel like they had enough maybe people even around them to ask or they don't have anybody that they feel like they could know that they feel like okay like this is someone i could trust that knows this information because based on what i see Mm -hmm. they're they're all right so sometimes you might not have that within your surroundings so then that can cause some shame of like I'm asking questions I should know the answer to for someone my age or for someone in my experience of life experience. But, you know, I don't want to ask because now shame, pride, whatever. Oh, man. I mean, like, absolutely. And, and, you know, I think a big part of this and actually I was talking about this with my physiotherapist, Pete, super cool guy. Um, Okay, I did just lose my train of thought, but I am going to get it back. Right. People, it's 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 like weirdly taboo to talk about stuff around money, you know. And and the th- the whole looking on looking good on paper thing isn't like just about money, but debt, right? Mm-hmm. So debt is a big thing that can affect like your credit score, yada yada yada. And and so if we, you know, let's say we did have this pilot project where we were talking about this stuff with teenagers, but in a way that's not to like scare them, mm-hmm. but it's to make them comfortable with having those conversations. And we're already seeing that, I think, with Gen Z. They're more opening to talk about mental health struggles, sexuality, you know, insert whatever, yeah. you know, taboo. Like they really do talk about more about that taboo stuff. So mm-hmm. if you start that conversation earlier about like, hey, here's why, you know, you you want to just be paying your taxes every year because you you know you don't want to let it go for a few years and then all of a sudden you owe five grand to the government yada 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 hey like you know what here's why you know i don't know i mean it's just like you know do you remember when you'd be in school and they'd have that like person come in and they'd have that weird like scared straight speaker who was like yeah i'm like i got drunk at a party and like jumped off a roof and i'm in a wheelchair forever now like you didn't have that? No. You didn't have that like ever? No. Oh my God. I feel like we had like, we had like a good five of those where no. it was like the dude who was like speaking through a robot voice box because he like OD'd or, or like some shit like that. Look, no offense. God bless. I hope those people have good lives. But like, that's kind of my point. It's like, yeah, look, like maybe instead we should have had, you know, that three hour presentation, which I mean, it would have bored us to tears, but like we, we don't need to be told to like not take too many drugs you know i mean it's kind of obvious Mm. and and everybody who has who has done that anyway probably at some point had someone tell them like don't do drugs right Mm -hmm. like look we get it yeah don't drink too much the whole bit like they've got the warnings on the packages and Mm -hmm. everything right Mm -hmm. but they don't like i mean maybe and maybe it's already changed but you know I mean, maybe the problem is like when you're younger, you're just not ready to think long term yet. But no, I think it depending. I think it depends on the person, but I think it depends on what the available knowledge is too. Because if you're 
surrounded by people that don't really talk about it or talk about those types of things, then you start to almost think that they're not real or that maybe they're yeah. not as important. So then. Right. Because it's like, oh, we never talked about it before. Couldn't have been that big a deal. Yeah. Or couldn't have been that important. And I think it's more, you know, like, yeah, like kids should be, I think people of all ages, but especially people who are younger and especially if they're young enough to start working, it's like, okay, where is the talk when they start yeah. working about start like, saving about like savings and okay, after you turn a certain age, they're going to tax you or, yeah. and this is what that looks like. Yeah. Or, this is what you need to expect for, you know, RSPs or whatever the yeah. case. And like, it's not scary, but it's also doing it in a way where it's like, this is giving people more control. So because you're giving them more understanding. It's, I think it's empowering, right? Because yeah. it's also like, hey, let, let's say, you know, your, your son or daughter is, is turning 16. They're getting their first job. And it's like, hey, you're getting your first job. You're going to start to make money. You're probably going to want to travel too. You know what? Hey, maybe you want to take a trip the summer after high school and maybe you're going to need about six grand to go you know backpacking wherever the fuck mm -hmm. how are you going to save that up like you know and then mm -hmm. and looking at it that way yeah you know but but then now you know the thing is is like there's these like there's these like almost like people are are seeing this issue and starting to address it there's like you know there's like financial planning influencers like you're like budget nista yeah. and like the youtube videos and the blogs and it's yeah. you know it's like oh like you know home finances for like scared you know gen zers or whoever the fuck like so we are seeing that change yeah but yeah i just thought it was it was worth talking about it was okay um why don't we move on to smooches? Sure. For the new listeners, what we like to do at the end of an episode is smooch of the week or just smooches. That's where, you know, we go, we do our slaps on society and we like to also say something positive about each other because this is cheeky love. We are in love. And I like, I like being able to say a thing that I love and or appreciate about you at least once a week. Mm-hmm. And then I like, I like seeing you struggle to think of something about me. Wow. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Okay, go for it. Why don't you start? I said you can start. Okay, I'll give you, I'll give you some time to think. Oh, okay. Um, so this, this smooch for you comes, you know, from our evening watching the film The Invisible Man. Okay. Which is a good movie. Yeah. Uh, the first, like, half is truly terrifying. Yes. And then the second half is, like, it's more of a thriller. Yeah. But so you scream. In scary movies. Yeah. Like you scream. Yeah. You scream. Like yeah. it is like it if I, it's like a if it's like if it's like a if it's like a scream scare where it's like something quick happens yeah. or like someone pops out of nowhere, yeah. yeah, I'll scream. You for real scream. Like I was worried someone's gonna be knocking on our door or like pedestrians were gonna like stop and like try to look in our window and think I'm like murdering you. And they're gonna see two people on the TV watching yeah. Netflix. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. crave. Anyways, yeah, no, I scream. Yeah, well, yeah, if there's something like, like, it, I'm, I also too, I'm a jumpy person, like, well, not a jumpy person, but I scare very easy. Like, even it's funny, like, I've worked places where like, you come around a corner, and I'm just like, I, like, I didn't want that I was taking a sip of a coffee, someone came out of a corner, and it like, scared me so much that like, the coffee came out of my nose, cause, and it was <laughs> fucking gross. But it was just like, I was like, <laughs> and it just <laughs> But yeah, no, I scare really easy. And like, it's funny because like when I scare other people, like when I see them scared, I'm like, oh shit, like, oh, you like scare <laughs> I scare myself too. 
But yeah, no, that movie was fucking. I mean, there's some parts of that movie where I'm like, if I was home by myself, son. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't. I couldn't go the distance alone on that movie. That especially, you know, one thing I did like about The Visible Man, one thing I do think is like, anytime it's you see shit move, but you can't see a hand or anything move it, we're done here. We're done here. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to have my mind fucking play with me right now. It was so, it was, it was eerie and scary and incredibly well done. Elizabeth Moss. Yeah. The the main protagonist is, I mean... I watched The Handmaid's Tale, I think, after The Invisible Man. And, like, I'm almost done the series. And Elizabeth Moss is in that. And she is, like, truly, truly, truly a phenomenal actor. But now I'm just like, okay, like, you're typecast as, like, a woman who's just horrendously, like, mistreated and abused. You know, whether it's in The Invisible Man or Handmaid's Tale. But I digress. So yeah, that was wild. Yeah, good movie. Really good movie. Ooh. Scary. Scary because it's scary. scary it, made, it made me think like messed up parts. Some parts I'm just like, this is scary because it could be true. Some fucker could be creating some fucking crazy techie fucking suit where they use optics and shit where you're invisible. Yeah, and you know that's a wrap. That's fucking a wrap. So next thing you know, Elon Musk is selling fucking. I would be. Suits. I would. I. I'm invisible telling you. Santa just fucking. I'm telling, I'm telling you, and I'm telling the world, I would be a thief if I had an invisible suit. Oh, period. End of story. You see, you would, I am a criminal now. You would actually. Just I am see, a criminal. You would literally just see. You wouldn't be able. You wouldn't see me, but you would just see a painting just coming down the street, just uh, like who, who, the, who the fuck is holding that Monet? It's oh, like yeah. no, no, no. It's just coming home. Like you, there'd just be a bunch of floating jewelry and yeah. a bag. Just click, 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 like. Honest, no. If I had that suit, yeah, I'd be, I'd be a thief, but I'd also be like the person who's just like, I'm gonna end up in your house, and I'm just gonna sit again. I'm just gonna sit. Uh, like or oh no, you can't sit because then they'll see the crease, right? They'll see the mm. yeah. Or I'll just stand against the wall and just be like, hmm. Well, I mean, I guess you know that's the thing. Where if you had like an invisible Government suit, shit. that's yeah. like an NSA shit. Yeah. Oh. CIA, NSA, FBI. Ooh. Oh my god! Imagine being the person who develops an invisible suit and then you fucking contract it out, bro. They'd kill you. They'd take your shit and then kill you. Yeah. Because I'd be like, oh, no, 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 no. We can't have you knowing yeah. we have this. You yeah, know, the government has this now. Yeah, this is, tell us how you made it, and then good day. <laughs> um, my speech for you. Yes. My speech for you. Uh-huh. Is that your mood has changed drastically since your wrist has gotten better. I think that you like, you love having things to do and being yeah. able to take care of yourself and everybody else around you that you love in your ways. And also being able to see your friends in this way has been good. But I know that you do miss having your everyday, day-to-day things that you do, like, you know, your routines, going to work and whatnot, mm-hmm. and being able to exercise and whatnot. But your your mood has changed, so that's my speech for you. Is that I think things are going to get better. Yes. I mean, so my mood has changed since, like, the cast came off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, i say so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're still, like, in a bit of pain and stuff, you know, but, yeah, I think you... You're starting to have a bit more mobility, able to do yeah. a bit more things. I mean, being able to cook again has has been a, a pretty big game changer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, cause I can. I mean, yeah, I can. I can spend a few hours in the kitchen. That 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 sets me right. Mm-hmm. And we have been. I've been. Yeah, definitely doing a lot of that this long weekend. It is the family day long weekend. 
Um, okay. All right. Well, we'll be back in two weeks with <sighs> some guests, hopefully. Hopefully, God. Um, that's not a lot of know, time. That's a lot of pressure. That's, you know, that's a lot of pressure. You know, I think we're we're not a high pressure type people. So, you know, we try to make people feel comfortable and we don't want to, you know, we always, I don't know, personally. I mean, I'm high pressure. You're low pressure. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's how it is. Yes. Um, I also like to be, if when we do, if and when we do have guests, you know, I do like to always be mindful of like, if there are certain things you don't want to talk about or questions right. and yeah. things like okay. that, you know, we'll, we'll go over all this. Don't worry. You guests. guys will be there. Yeah. Okay. Well, so we're, we're coming up on the end here, but I do want to remind people, you know, please do rate review and subscribe, uh, cheeky love podcasts. And uh, get at us at cheekylovepodcast at gmail.com. And um, I don't know. Is that it? I guess that's it. We don't do Twitter and we don't do Tumblr any nope. of that shit. So. Uh, we are on Instagram. Cheeky Love Podcast on Instagram. We have bought the domain name cheekylovepodcast.com. So, like, we're for serious now. Yeah, yeah. All right. We have not done anything with that domain name. Yes. Uh, but we own it, goddammit. Yeah, for twenty dollars a year. Yeah, we're we're doing things, guys. We're doing things. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming back and listening to us. Um, we can't wait to be back. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are back. Right. No, I mean like like back again. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're always like in a in a cycle of leaving and returning. Aren't we? Aren't we? <laughs> Aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. Oh, God. I'm so tired. Jesus. Okay. Well, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Stay cheeky. Stay freaky. Bye-bye now.